This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Beck UL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Monday morning reacting to a crazy weekend in the NFL. And joining us right now on the Roman Guest Line is Odyssey NFL Insider Michael Lombardi. You can also hear Michael on the GM Shuffle, his weekly podcast available on the Odyssey app. Mike, last night, the AFC, the top of it, really uh, took a turn for us. The Chiefs lose again. Their defense is just getting gashed. And the Buffalo Bills, they've been on an incredible run here. Mike, we talked about them last week. It feels like now the Bills might not just be the best team in the AFC. The, the Buffalo Bills look like the best team in pro football, Mike. Well, you know, certainly they do. I mean, when you go on the road and dominate Kansas City like they did, I, I think certainly you can you can, you can uh, qualify as one of the better teams, but it is still week five. And you know, and there's a long way to go to the season, and I think there's a lot to prove. And the teams that figure out where they're wrong and what they need to improve on, uh, typically, you know, turn this thing around. So, a lot of football left, but Buffalo is certainly impressive. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Michael, also on display, just wow, the best of the AFC. That Cleveland-LA Chargers game was something. And something that we were addressing earlier, If when you have a shootout like this, how do you feel – when uh, you have Baker Mayfield on your side. We know what Cleveland is offensively, but when they have a, a minute or two left, they need to drive a touchdown scoring drive with Baker to lead them. How confident are you that Cleveland's going to be able to get it done? Well, I'm not very confident when he's taking checkdowns and he doesn't have much time to throw it. You know, you know what I mean? I mean, the, the time's running out and he's taking checkdowns. I mean, you got to work the ball down the field. I mean, that's the biggest question about Baker. I think when you go back to the Kansas City game in the playoffs, the divisional round, 22-17, eight minutes to go in the game, you know, it's a drop-back pass game. It's not a play-action pass game. Can he make those throws? You know, uh, when we saw it, when he was, you know, when they had a chance to beat, beat Kansas City in the opening game, can he make those throws? And you look at his stat sheet and you say, oh, my gosh, he played well. 23 for 32, he throws for 305. You know, he's got 122 quarterback rating. I mean, what more could he do? I mean, they run for 230, they throw for 305. But you're measured by how you play at the critical critical parts of the game. And I think that the Browns being four, gaining all those yards, 531 of them, and being four for 12 on third down and one for three on fourth down is somewhat remarkable. Good morning, Mike. Thanks for joining us. So we talked a little bit about the AFC, but what about the NFC? Which teams do you like there? I mean, the Cowboys, they're a difficult team to beat. Uh, we got the Bucks, the Cardinals. Which team is jumping out at you on the NFC side? Well, I mean, the Cardinals remain undefeated. They didn't play their best football yesterday. I thought the 49ers defense did a nice job of handling them, limiting them to the big play. They hold them to 17 points. I think if you hold the Cardinals to 17 points, you should have a chance to win. But you know, they played against a quarterback that, that was more run, 16 rushing attempts. Uh, he only had 15 completions in the game. He actually had more attempts than he did completions. So, you know, I, I think they played complimentary football as well as they could. They didn't turn the ball over, and they made the plays they needed to make. The Niners, the last two weeks, have played really well defensively. Even though they gave up 28 points to Russell Wilson, 
you know, they held them to 250 yards, and they did a great job against Murray. I mean, they hold them to 304 yards, three for 10 on third down, really remarkable. And But yet they were not they were able to come out and win the game. So, you know, that's certainly impressive. The, the Bucks are, are getting by without a secondary right now. They scored 21 points in the fourth quarter to put the game away. And then these Cowboys, I mean, they're hard to play. They're very challenging in the sense that they can score. They, they can play multidimensional. They can run the ball effectively. They can throw it with anything. Dak's playing really well. And their defense is playing complementary to their offense. So, uh, for me, I think that's it's been really impressive. I think those are the top teams. You know, in Green Bay, somehow found a way to win that game. It was a field goal missing opportunity. But don't count the Packers out. Right now, I think they're hurt injury-wise in terms of their defense. But with, as long as you've got Aaron Rodgers, I think you got a chance to win. And, and this is – uh, this is a really good NFC. I think we see it. We see these teams that that can move the football effectively. And the other thing I think we see in this season is that home field doesn't matter. I mean, the Chiefs have already lost two games, right? You know, teams are losing home. I mean, Minnesota must loses at home to Detroit. So where we put so much emphasis in betting and, and who is playing at home? Raiders lose at home to the to the Bears with a back with a with a rookie quarterback. They were three and zero. I mean, we were ready to give them the Super Bowl a month ago. You know, the Denver's three and zero, and now they're three and two. So I think home field is kind of a little overrated right now. Mike Lombardi, Odyssey NFL Insider, joining us here. Mike, two teams we just talked about, and, and you gave your thoughts on the Browns will be playing the Cardinals this weekend in Cleveland. And as we just discussed, home field not as much as maybe it matter it used to matter, but that game's in Cleveland. Cleveland a three point uh, favorite in that game. What's your early thought? Uh, Arizona undefeated traveling to Cleveland this weekend. Well, look, you know, Cleveland's you know, played one of the best quarterbacks last week and, and his ability to move with the football. I mean, he ran, Justin Herbert ran for 29 yards, you know, rushed for a touchdown, had an 11-yard gain, converted a couple third downs with his feet. Now they're going to come in and get a guy that can just, you know, explode and make plays left and right with his feet. That's going to be a real challenge for the Browns' defense. They're going to have to control the football with their offense, which is typically what they do. I mean, this is a game... Yesterday was the first time I think the Browns have played, you know, where they, they typically, I always talk about this, you want to play good defense, play less defense. And the Browns typically play less defense. Yesterday they controlled the ball. Think about this. They controlled the ball for 36 minutes against the Chargers. Hmm. And the Chargers only had it for 23 minutes, yet they had 483 yards. Think about that now. The Browns are 4 for 12 on third down. They control the ball for 36 minutes. And yet the other team's able to amass 493 yards. We're going to find out how good the Browns' defense are when they play against this really good Arizona offense that can throw the football effectively from anywhere on the field at a quarterback who can make plays like crazy. Uh, Michael, I know you pay attention to a lot of the contests. We almost had survivor chaos yesterday, where 70% of the people uh, still alive would have been kicked out. Uh, what surprised you more? What Davis Mills and the Texans were doing against that New England defense <laughs> Or uh, the Vikings almost giving it away to the Lions? I mean, look, when you really go back, I watched the tape this morning. When you watched the tape, uh, Davis Mills played well. You know, he threw an interception that turned around for a touchdown. I mean, he throws the ball into coverage, and Chris Moore makes an incredible play. I thought he was really good. The, the, the Patriots in that tape, when you watch it closely, uh, they gave up a lot of one-play bad plays. And the first opening drive where they went 18 plays, they converted two fourth downs. Once the Patriots were able to kind of force them into some, some long situations, they got a little control of the game. They held them to 22 points 
basically, you know, for most of the second half. I think it was the Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota has the ball. I mean, can you imagine we're we're talking about that in the betting aspect? Minnesota has the ball. With, they're up sixteen to six with under with three minutes to go in the game. With three minutes to go in the game, they're covering that spread, and yet they don't cover the spread, and they have to they have to kick a last second field goal to win the game. I mean, that's really really as bad as it gets. You got you got first and ten. You basically have first and ten. With three oh with three thirty nine to go in the game, Detroit has all Detroit has has their timeouts, all timeouts, and you basically get three yards and you miss a field goal. I mean that that's how you go cover. That's how you almost lose games. That game shouldn't have been as close as it was, but the liability of, of what's happened with Minnesota, their inability to get off the field on defense, you know, and and they got a third and seven, they can't convert. You know, they fumble it. It's recovered by Detroit at the Minnesota 21. I mean, you talk about how to lose a game in the last three minutes. Minnesota almost wrote that book, but it cost a lot of people their survivor tickets. Mike, we talked about some teams that have impressed you. Um, Are there some teams or a team, you know, from the games you were watching yesterday that have really disappointed you? I know we kind of touched on the Raiders a little bit, losing at home to the Bears. Uh, I don't know if they were distracted by this whole Gruden stuff, but um, who's kind of disappointed you so far? I mean, Miami's been really disappointing. I mean, they've lost four straight and really haven't been in any of those games. I mean, they rallied back against the Raiders to get it in overtime, uh, you know, but whether whether Tua can play this week or not, I don't know, but they're going to have to do something with their offense because their offense isn't playing very well and their defense. I mean, the Washington football team continues to be really bad on defense. You know, they give up another 33 points. The end of the game, end of half, Hail Mary, that's inexcusable. But, I mean, the Raiders at home, I mean, the Raiders playing at home, to the Bear team with a rookie quarterback and allow that team to have 37 rushes for 143 yards in the game. And the longest run of the, of the day is 14 yards. So they just pounded them and just beat them at the line of scrimmage. You know, all this talk about how great the Raiders are on defense and how they've improved. And they let the Bears just walk into their facility and can't really move the football. I mean, Derek Carr, for the first three games of the year, looked like he could be an MVP candidate. The last two, year, two games of the year, he looks like he's a journeyman quarterback. I don't know who the Raiders are right now. Mike, uh, we talked about the Bills side of what happened last night and, and their ascension here in the AFC. How about the Chiefs side? Their defense is now allowing 7.1 yards per play. It's it's a ridiculous number. that You, you, uh, you say it or you read it, you're almost like, that can't be real. And you watch, you say, yeah, it is, because they can't stop anyone. Do you think the Chiefs have enough personnel to turn this around? Or is this a problem that you believe is going to last all year where their defense just can't get off the field? Well, their defense has always been always been about making a negative play. I mean, that's what they've always been about. They've never been sound. They've never been balanced. They've always been, let's cre- let's blitz. Let's, ma- let's create a negative play. And we create a negative play, we'll get off the field. That's how they play defense under Steve Spagnuolo for years. And it's worked. And now it doesn't work because they can't create that negative play. And, and people are taking advantage of them. And people are, are able to convert on third down at a 44% rate, which is remarkable. And they can't play well in the red zone. And so, you know, they, they can't defend the pass. And without Chris Jones, they can't play run. I mean, they're giving up 5.2 yards a carry in the running game. You know, and opposing quarterbacks, as great as the Chiefs' offense typically is, they give up 9.3 yards per attempt in the passing game. But I, I think what's underneath all this is the fact that the Chiefs, other than last week against Philadelphia, Patrick Mahomes hasn't played nearly as well as he had in previous years. I mean, he's already thrown six interceptions last this year. I mean, he's thrown six interceptions this year. 
you know, last year he threw six the entire season. He threw six the entire season, and this year he's got six. He's not playing anywhere near where he played last year. We have to be really honest. And I think from the Baltimore game, the way Baltimore played them, going back to the first Buffalo game on Monday night last year, people have decided to play the Chiefs in a, in a structure of defense where we'll give you everything underneath. We're just not going to let Tyreek Hill beat us. Unfortunately, the Eagles did, but the Eagles played differently. But most of the good coordinators in the league are going to play them this way, and they're going to challenge the patience of the chief offense. Can they execute? Can they protect well enough? Can they convert third downs at a high, high rate? You know, they're at 55%, which is typically incredible, right? But they get, you know, yesterday they had a couple drives where they couldn't convert third and six, and they actually had a punt. And so for me, I think it's a twofold problem. I don't think, I don't think Mahomes is playing nearly as well. And I think this defense can't defend the forward pass or the run. I mean, that's just the reality of it. They haven't held anybody to under 29 points all year. Michael, uh, kicking across the league just brutal yesterday. If if you have a team and let's say you have a top 10 offense, top 10 quarterback in the league right now, and, and you're one of these uh, clubs with issues in the kicking game, your, your kicker's just giving away extra points, giving away opportunities. I mean, Crosby, that was brutal. We've seen that before though and he's riding the ship um are you having real conversations if you're a top offense about going for two more often than you already do well i, I think it kind of uh it, it, it looked like you know when you watch the, the the patriot game against the texans i mean they went for a lot of fourth and twos and you know it worked out for them i mean it really worked out for them and i think there's a sense of it but there's a lot of times where teams go for it on fourth and two and I, you just shake your head and like what are we doing here? Why are we doing that? And I think a lot of it is situational. But, you know, some of the kicks that were missed yesterday have a lot to do with the wind. I think wind was a real factor in some of these games. Now, down in Houston, I have no idea why both kickers missed extra points. Fairbond missed a long field goal, too, which would have really certainly helped their team. But, you know, kicking goes in cycles. And, you know, it's, it's hard to predict. It's hard to know exactly how it goes through. But I think certain times, if you feel good about it, to go for it on fourth and one, you might want to think about it. We only have about a minute left with you here, Mike. Thank you for joining us. Um, any, you know, what do you like tonight in Monday Night Football, Colts at Ravens? Well, you know, I, I think this is a game where we got to find out if Carson Wentz can handle pressure, right? I mean, we saw the Colts go with the Tennessee, and we know Tennessee's not a great defense at all. I mean, Jacksonville had over 400 yards of offense. They gave, you know, Tennessee gave up another 180 yards running the ball against them. And the Colts couldn't, couldn't play well on the road down there because Wentz makes mistakes when he gets under pressure. I think this is going to be a kind of a, 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 an understanding of where the Colts are with Wentz. He's going to have to play well for them to win. Seven's a lot of points for a team that considers itself a playoff team to go on the road and, and, and to lay that and to, and to get that many points. So I think this is about Don Martindale's blitz ability to attack the pocket. I think it's really going to be a challenge for Wentz. And if he makes the mistakes that he's been making all season long, I think the Ravens will have an easy win. Great stuff. Odyssey NFL insider Michael Lombardi on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED. All from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com slash BeckQL. BeckQL Daily returns next with a lot more on NFL week number five.